Coming up, we're going to talk about what the new advice on breast cancer diagnosis and chemotherapy could mean for you or someone that you know of. Uh, but first, I'm here with my colleague, Patty Singer. We're here with some uh, exclusive insights from a USA Today investigation into the Veteran Administration nursing home facilities in the United States. This is based on internal, secret internal documents that were obtained by the USA Today, reported Donovan Slack and the Boston Globe. Uh, you can read all about it on the Democrat and Chronicle. And Patty Singer is here to tell us what the investigation uncovered. Patty, um, what did these secret internal review documents tell us about the quality of care in VA nursing homes, particularly the ones in upstate New York? Well, it showed that the ones that uh, are uh, closest to us, Canandaigua, Batavia, and Bath, scored very low on some quality measures. In fact, Canandaigua was among 60 of the 133 homes with the lowest the one-star rating. Bath and Batavia each had two stars. There was a New York home out in Dutchess County. They did have the highest, a five-star rating. What's interesting about this is that the VA has kept all of this secret until the reporting by USA Today and the Globe said, hey, how come all this is secret? And as Democratic Chronicle readers know, we have done quite a bit with the openness that the state and the federal government requires of the for-profit and not-for-profit nursing homes in our area. So when I talked with some administrators of not-for-profit homes in our area, they didn't know really anything about how the VA homes were judged, which to me says an awful lot about the secrecy of the process. If if you're a nursing home administrator and your peers who and you don't know how your peers who run a VA home are judged or whether that those judgments are public, that says an awful lot about the you know the black drape that was put over the VA homes and keeping all that secret. You know, it's interesting. Both run on taxpayer dollars, right? That we support the VA and we support uh, Medicare and Medicaid pays the lion's share of the bills at nursing homes. Medicaid, in particular Medicare, it's much more restricted as to what nursing homes get for Medicare, but there are Medicare dollars there as well for certain services, but a big portion of that is Medicaid. So we're really paying for both these homes. We can see inside the for-profit and not-for-profit, uh, and yet we can't see inside the VA homes, um, and there are veterans also housed in, in some of these for-profit, not-for-profit homes as well. So the result would be that uh, if you are trying to make some uh, comparison of care, uh, there is some transparency. There is a site that you can go where you can compare ratings for uh, the, uh, civilian, let's call them civilian or non-VA nursing homes. You can't uh, search with the same degree of transparency, clearly, with the VA. Um, and so, um, in a sense, you don't have any insights into the quality of care or how they've been assessed by their own um, by their own oversight. No, it's interesting. There's a line in the in the USA Today Boston Globe story that says, "Of course, they told me the place was great. The VA told me that, and there was no way for them to corroborate that. So, if you go to a nursing home in our in this area here, and they say, "Hey, our place is great," you respond with, may I please see your last inspection report, and they have to give it to you. Then you can go home and you can look on uh, Nursing Home Compare, which is the Medicare.gov site. You can also look the State Department of Health. They have, um, they'll have the nursing home listings as well. And you can read up on the last couple years to, to see what exactly you know, has happened in that, in that nursing home. Now, 
the local nursing home operators will say that sometimes the inspections they go through, even though there are objective criteria, they are applied subjectively. The operators understand that they have to be open and transparent. Um, uh, they do have, in a sense, a public trust taking care of, of the most vulnerable individuals. They're not all happy with how they are inspected, how the standards are applied, but they all know they're all on the level playing field. They're all posting that inspection result for everybody to see. And one of the operators did say, yeah, you know, it is a little bit of pressure on them to straighten up a little bit if they, if they need to. The VA, until now, has apparently not had that outside pressure that, you know, People are, people are watching them. Right. Uh, any sense from the reporting uh, why the VA has kept this secret? I mean, um, there's a big range, obviously, in New York State from five stars to one star. Any, any insight at all or any response from the VA that you're aware of into the, 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 why this has been a secret uh, review? Well, what we looked at here was the comparison, you know, how are these rated? You know, we have three VA homes in our area. How are they rated compared to the for-profit and not-for-profit? So we looked at the differences and how they're, how they're judged as far as what the uh, Globe and USA Today investigation turned up. Might be what you expect. There's a little bit of politics being played okay. in that. So uh, important investigation. Um, Look for that story on democratandchronicle.com. Uh, that'll be uh, posted uh, and linked to Patty's story, which is a, a Democrat and Chronicle story, so you'll be able to get the full package. Um, and um, moving on, we're going to talk a little bit about making sense of this new research or findings into uh, chemotherapy choices for some women who are, have breast cancer diagnoses. Uh, you met uh, one of the patients who was actually a part of the trial that actually contributed the data to this finding. Do you just tell us a little bit about what her experience was and, and then, I guess, what are the main takeaways that you think people need to know about this, uh, this new finding? Sure, it's really interesting, and, and I think we all should have a lot of respect for people who go into scientific research because, you, you know, they're helping us make decisions that can, you know, for down the road. So this study looked at uh, do can women who have an early stage, stage one or two breast cancer, can they avoid having chemotherapy, but they're still going to get a treatment. They still will get what's called a hormonal treatment. Um, and what that does, it's not HRT. It's not adding the hormones. It's using a medication that blocks the effect of estrogen on uh, breast cells. So they would get hormonal treatment anyways, part of their uh, post-surgery, but did they need chemotherapy, this group of women? So uh, nationwide, 10,000. There were about probably two or three dozen from Rochester who were involved in that. And what they found was if you met some certain criteria, you could avoid chemotherapy, still have this hormonal therapy, and have basically the same outcome as somebody who did have chemotherapy. Now, a uh, couple caveats on that. Younger women, uh, women who uh, are younger than 50, they found that there was a little more added benefit to chemotherapy with them. Uh, to qualify, to have these findings apply to you, you had to have no lymph, yeah, lymph node involvement. Um, so lymph nodes were negative for, for any, any cancer, and you needed to have um, a cancer that was estrogen receptor positive, HER2 negative. Now, that sounds like an awful lot of jargon. If and when this applies to you, when you meet with your with your uh, medical team, they will go over all this with you, 
explain to you what estrogen receptor positive, HER2 negative means. If you fall into that, you can qualify to have this test on your tumor. It's called a genetic test, but it's not your whole gene. It's not your whole genome, and that confused me. It's the genetic makeup of the tumor. It gets real scientific, but it's also it's also really cool that they're trying to really fine-tune uh, the testing process right. and then how that process um, affects you. So stage one or two, no lymph node involvement, a certain type of tumor, and uh, if your doctor doesn't talk to you about the chemo options, you know, definitely talk to your doctor and say, hey, should I have this test? Um, Excellus will pay for it under certain circumstances. They paid for about 500 across the state last year, so it, it is being done. And if you can avoid the chemo, you know, that could help your recovery from the surgery and from everything else quicker. And, you know, there was no real difference in, in recurrence and no real difference in survival rates. So it sounds like there's a pretty clear checklist that, that the, the, uh, in the treatment process that uh, patients and their medical um, teams would go through and then you'd make a decision about whether chemo was, was uh, an option it was an option or not uh, well the test pretty much determined that if you right. if you qualify for the test and the test comes back in a certain range uh, your team is not going to recommend chemo for you if it comes back in a in a in a different range they will recommend chemo for you so it depends on you know hey just like school depends on the grade on that test right right uh, plenty more detail about this. Patty Singer's writing uh, about health issues and healthy living for the Democrat and Chronicle. Patty, uh, great to talk to you as always. See Thank you next you time. Okay, bye bye.